the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I have uh, quoted someone, and I don't know who it is or I would give them credit. I have quoted someone over the years uh, saying that uh, liberals' minds are so open that their brains have fallen out. And we have uh, ample proof of that over the weekend in uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. She was on uh, Fox News Sunday with Trey Gowdy. And not Trey Gowdy. Uh, I can't remember. I can't uh, think of the guy's last name. It's Trey something. He's got silvery hair. Uh, you'll hear his voice here in a second. Anyway, I picture Granholm on the set of Fox News waiting for the segment to start. And I trace it back to like middle of the week. And the call comes from someone to her office as the energy secretary. Hey, Secretary Granholm. Uh, we need you to sit in on uh, Fox News Sunday and speak for the administration. And I can only imagine uh, what gets hurled across the room in anger or disgust because <laughs> she knows she's not going to uh, receive friendly questioning. Uh, she lost the Sunday News lottery among the White House cabinet people, right? They all love to go on with Chuck Todd at NBC or MSNBC. Like, it's going to be a pleasant experience for them. But when they go on Fox or they go on, they're not going to go on OAN or Newsmax, but when they go on Fox, they know, more tough questions. Brett Baer, Mike Emanuel. So Granholm already knows she's uh, entering into enemy territory. But, but, as a liberal whose mind is so open, her brain has fallen out. She's not going to depart from her Biden administration talking points. And the talking point relative to the Inflation Recover- uh, Reduction Act is that it's a great thing for the American homeowner. See, it has to be a great thing because we have midterm elections coming up and inflation has taken an increasing chunk out of people's budgets. And so the Biden administration is fearful that it will lose the House and the Senate in the fall. And so it has to convince, and by that I mean lie, to you that we have your best interests at heart. We are going to lower prices. We are, here's the phrase they say all the time, Doing everything we can to dot, 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 lower prices at the grocery, lower gas prices, produce more domestic oil, end the conflict in Ukraine, secure the southern border, dot, 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 dot. We are doing everything we can to, only nothing they do does any of that. 
So Granholm is on the set, and she's probably in a sour mood. And here comes the question about how the Inflation Recovery Act is going to help people right now whose savings is down to nothing because they're paying high prices and they are uh, most likely to vote for Republicans in the fall because they just don't like how things are going. So, Jennifer Granholm, tell us all why we're wrong and how things are going to improve dramatically for us in short order. What do you say to the families who simply can't afford this stuff in the first place? Well, number one, for your home, yes, there are significant incentives in this bill, which is great to reduce people's energy costs on a monthly basis. How? So if you are low income, you can get your home entirely weatherized through the expansion from the bipartisan infrastructure law, a significant expansion. You don't have to pay for anything. If you want uh, heat pumps, insulation, new windows, that is covered. If you are Hmm. moderate income, today you can get 30% off the price of solar panels. Those solar panels can be financed, so you don't have to have the big outlay at the front. And when they're financed, they're financed in a way that reduces your energy bill, even though you have solar panels. With this 30% off, it's a significant incentive. Same thing with, if if you don't qualify for the weatherization program, you will be able to, starting next year, get rebates on the, the appliances and equipment that will help you reduce your monthly energy bill by up to 30 percent this is all about reducing costs for people it's all about reducing costs for people is it all about that now you say bruce you played that clip last week no i didn't i played a clip very close to that last week from this same buffoon in charge of our energy department because she does not move off her talking point that getting a 30 percent rebate whenever you get your tax refund in 2023, allows you to save money. That is her chew toy that she will not surrender, okay? And I want to go through her answer. Did you notice she said, if you're low income and you want a heat pump or you want to insulate your home, you want new windows, her exact words were, you don't have to pay for anything. That's what she said. You don't have to pay for anything. Okay, let's say for a moment that she's right. Let's say your income is low and there's a 100% tax credit immediately upon going to your favorite window company or favorite you know appliance store or whatever. You get a 100% right away. They go, oh, sorry, you don't owe us anything. You don't have to pay for anything, she said. So here's my question. Does anyone have to pay for that? Does anyone have to pay for that? Or is it just free? I mean, I'm going to assume if I'm a window company and I don't need you to pay me the price for your new windows, I'm going to assume somebody's paying me because if they're not, I had to pay for the windows that I'm putting in your house. I had to pay for the heat pump I'm putting in your house. I had to pay for the insulation that I'm putting in your house. You're not paying me. So who's paying me? Or am I just giving it away? If if I'm giving it away, I'm going to go out of business, like right away. So somebody's paying for it. Who would be paying for it? Well, uh, the government, right? The government. That's what Jennifer Granholm was saying. The government is paying for it. Now, now, may I ask the question, if the government is paying for it, 
Where is the government getting the money to pay for it? Ah! Now for that, the answer comes from former Ohio State Senator Nina Turner. Nina Turner posted something on uh, Twitter yesterday about student loan forgiveness. Okay, The Biden administration is thinking about forgiving more, maybe all, student loans. Going to have a decision for us by the end of the month, according to Miguel Cardonius, your education secretary. They might just wipe it away. Just debt gone. Bye-bye. With a stroke of a pen, it's vanished. The 50000 that AOC owes, the 100000 that Ilhan Omar owes, gone. Nina Turner, her Twitter bio says, is, and I quote, thought leader. She doesn't say accurate thought leader. She just says thought leader. Activist, senior fellow at Race Power Policy, former Ohio State Senate, and Professor, ah, Professor Turner. I looked up Professor Turner. She is a tenured history professor at Cuyahoga County Community College. Hold your Dr. Jill Biden jokes. She's a college professor, okay? So now we're asking the question, if you're not paying for the windows, you're low income, you go, you get windows, you get a heat pump, you get insulation, you don't have to pay for it because Jennifer Granholm said you don't have to pay for it. That's her exact quote. Who pays for it? Like student debt forgiveness, Nina Turner has the answer. Here's her tweet. FYI, student debt cancellation, and presumably windows and heat pumps, isn't paid for by the taxpayers. Woo! What a relief! The federal government is the lender, she says. So she's talking about student loans. She says the federal government's the lender. And she says this. It's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt. Nina Turner, college professor, activist, thought leader, says it's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt than it is to forgive the debt. So it's better, more economically viable for the government to forgive a debt than it is to get paid for the debt. It's costlier. The government forgiving the debt costs the government less than getting paid for the debt. That's Nina Turner. That's a thought leader. That's a professor. So I have one more question. If the government is doing that, who is the government? Hmm. Okay, for those who might be just joining us and for those who've been with us, I want to recap where I was. I was uh, going through Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, uh, telling Fox News Sunday yesterday that uh, people are going to save a lot right away due to the Inflation Reduction Act, because there are uh, immediate rebates for upgrading your home to energy-efficient appliances, windows, heat pumps, things like that. Uh, So I wanted to know, okay, well, what are the income limits on this? Because she said at one point, if you are below the income limits, and I quote, you don't have to pay for anything. You don't have to pay for anything. Uh, Well, I'm intrigued by that, because I like free stuff. I mean, if it's free, I'll take three, right? So, uh I'm looking for the income limits. So I found a site called electric.com. Now, that ought to be a government-friendly site, right? They're all about electric efficiency. Uh, One sentence uh, jumped out at me uh, in this particular um, (laughs) story, and it is that 
None of the rebates kick in until December 31st, 2022. So I'm thinking, that doesn't feel very immediate to me. That's, uh, you run right out and buy a whatever, thinking you get a rebate. You don't get it until 2023. So she's wrong. She's misportraying the whole situation. And she said, you don't have to pay for anything. Okay, so I asked, who, who does pay? Well, if you're a window company and you're selling somebody windows and they don't pay you, somebody's got to pay you for the windows. So who pays? The government pays. The government pays. Where does the government get its money? The government gets its money from taxes. Okay. So then I found a tweet from Nina Turner. She's a former Democratic, of course, state senator from Ohio. She's now a tenured professor at a community college in Cleveland. And she's talking about canceling student loan debt. Kind of similar to canceling the debt you would presumably have for buying windows, heat pumps, whatever. She's saying cancel student loan debt. And she says, Nina Turner, thought leader, that's how she describes herself, professor. She said student debt cancellation isn't paid for by taxpayers. The federal government is the lender. She says it's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt. Well, I don't know. Let's say my neighbor owes me 500 bucks and he writes me a note. I owe Bruce 500 bucks. Is it costlier for me to hold on to that debt and expect him to pay it back and to take the money when he pays me back? Or if it's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt, like she said, why wouldn't it be costlier for me to hold on to the promissory note for me lending him 500 bucks, my neighbor? I don't want it to cost me any more money waiting for him to pay me the $500. Maybe I should just tear the note up and forgive the debt. I'd be dollars ahead, according to Nina Turner, right? I mean, that's how it works. According to Nina Turner, thought leader, state senator, tenured college professor. This kind of idiocy is why Democrats subscribe to modern monetary theory. Modern monetary theory is, don't worry about the debt. Don't worry about the money supply. Just print more money. Just print more. You're in debt, just print more money. Print trillions more. Build back better. Right? American Rescue Plan. Just just print more money. You need money? Print it. This was what I thought when I was a kid, when I was like five years old, and I saw my parents writing a check. And I was like, Why don't you just write a check for a million dollars? Because I was a five-year-old, and I didn't understand that they had to have the money in their account in order for the check to be good. But the government, Nina Turner, Jennifer Granholm, they just want to bounce checks all over the place. That's all they want to do. And, and... They're not alone. We're going to talk, I'm going to talk to Josh Pick about this at 1230 when Josh joins us for Money Monday. It's not just Nina Turner. It's not just Jennifer Granholm. When Nina Turner writes that it's, it's more expensive for the government to hold on to the debt because it's the government and taxpayers aren't paying for student debt, my question to Nina Turner is, who's the government? Who's the government? The government is three-word answer. Three-word answer. Who's the government? We the people. That's the government. Us. You, me. Our tax dollars, what does government produce? What are they selling to make money, to get their trillions that they're giving us in stimulus checks and rebates? What are they selling? Nothing. Where are they getting their money? Taxes. A piece of your money, a piece of my money. You have to be a moron to believe that taxpayers and the government aren't the same thing. You have to be a moron to think that. Or you have to work at CNN. Sorry. 
Story from CNN. Headline, America just got a $100 a month raise. Yahoo! I'm all about that. Aren't you? Headline says, and the dateline says, New York, CNN Business. Here's the story. Next time you stop at a gas station, I'm going to stop at one today. Next time you stop at a gas station, think of it as a $100 a month tax cut or maybe a $100 a month raise. Woohoo! I'll go every day if I get a $100 raise. Second paragraph. The steady drop in gas prices over the last few months has turned into an unexpected form of economic stimulus. Coming at a time when the Federal Reserve is trying to cool the economy and battle rising prices with higher interest rates. Since hitting a record, I'm continuing to read this CNN story, a, a record of 502 a gallon on June 14th, the national average price for a regular gas gallon is down $1.10 or 22% to $3.92 according to AAA. That average has now fallen for 67 consecutive days. woo And that's where it ends because I'm holding the story here from NBC4i in Columbus that says, after numerous weeks of gas prices dropping in Columbus, the average price increased over the past week. But I digress. Is it a $100 a month raise now that gas prices have fallen $1.10 per gallon? Well, I have this handy-dandy site that I bookmarked a long time ago. It gives me the average price of a gallon of gas in the United States of America dating all the way back to 1991. By week, oh, excuse me, August 1990. I can tell you the average price of gas in the United States of America at the end of any week for any year since 1990. And so in order to find out how big of a raise we're getting for gas prices dropping $1.10 a gallon, I decided to look and see what were gas prices the last week of January when Joe Biden took office. And gas prices nationally when Joe Biden took office were $2.39 a gallon. Now they are $3.94 a gallon. $2.39, excuse me, $2.39, $3.92 is a difference of $1.53 a gallon. $1.53 a gallon more gas is now than when Joe Biden took office. $1.53 a gallon. But but it's a raise. See, we're not not paying $1.53 more per gallon than when Joe Biden took office. We're paying $1.10 less per gallon than we were, what, three months ago. And that's a $100 a month raise. So... It's all a matter of perspective, right? And if you have the perspective of Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, who says you don't have to pay for anything, if you have the perspective of Nina Turner, who's a thought leader and a tenured college professor, who says that the taxpayers and the government are two different things, and it's cheaper to hold debt. It's cheaper. It's cheaper to. It's more expensive to hold debt than to get paid for it. And if you have the perspective of CNN, well, you're an idiot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.